1: Become a wealth creator today. Text money to 800-454-1184. That's money to 800-454-1184.
2: Welcome to our show where we do talk about retirement planning. Eric is right here in Silicon Valley, and he has been helping people just like you have remarkable retirements for over 30 years now. I'm Luann Fulmer. I want to start off by giving you the phone number that you need for our show today, 800-454-1184. That's the number to reach Eric and his team. Call for a complimentary appointment, 800-454-1184. And you can always find us online anytime at wealthcreatorradio.com where you can get some excellent resources there. wealthcreatorradio.com. Erica, big hello to you.
3: Hey, Lan. Uh yeah, no, definitely a big change in the in the landscape of uh personal wealth cuz uh you know, we got the Fed keep raising rates, we got inflation keep increasing costs. And if you're doing nothing, Eesh, uh <laughs> that may that may not work out if if you're within five to ten years of retirement for sure. So yeah, we'll be we'll be talking about you know okay, what things should you be doing? What what should you be taking action on?
2: So we've all heard the saying, you know, don't catch your chickens before they hatch, right? We're all familiar with that. I want to take that lesson and apply it to our retirement income because it does apply to our income in a couple different ways, doesn't it?
3: Yeah. So I mean, well, one thing that a lot of times people are looking at is. Uh, you know, they don't really think about the whole taxation and how everything plays out. And I find the best way for us to do playing with our clients is we actually do everything net. So you look at your take home pay and then figure out what your take home pay will be in retirement. But that gets a lot more complicated because there's lots of different ways things are taxed depending on what type of asset it is and so forth. So yeah, you, know, you have to have a, you have to know a lot about the tax code to really get, get a good feel for what is going to be your new take home pay.
2: Exactly. Yeah. I want to start with Social Security because there is a cost of living adjustment every single year. Uh, this year, the Senior Citizens League says there could be a 9.6% increase in our Social Security payments this year. But we don't want to assume that that is going to be the increase, right?
3: Well, that's pretty rare. Uh, you know, last year was the, the highest in 40 years. And yeah, you know, this one will probably be you know right up there. But if you look historically, it's in the last 10 to 20 years, it's under 2% if you look for the whole length of, of social security, it's a little over 3%. So uh, don't get used to it, <laughs> right? So you definitely don't want to get used to having those huge, huge payments. Uh, now, one of the sneaky things, of course, is, uh, guess what also gets more expensive when cost of living goes up? Well, everything. So that's one reason why they're paying you more. Uh, but the other really sneaky one is Medicare premiums. Uh, last year, Medicare premiums went up more than the social security increase went up by. So. Yeah, you got more money here, and yes, that's a bigger check because it's a bigger amount of money, but if you're also then paying more Medicare, there goes some of it right away.
2: Yeah, what a bummer, you know, because I remember a year ago, we were all excited. Oh, yay, benefits are going up, and then Medicare payments went up. So I want to ask this question about Social Security income. How, How much should retirees depend on that in their future?
3: Well, you know, depend on it as much as you want to depend on the government, right? (laughs) (laughs) So, uh, yeah. No, I I mean, there will always be something there. Uh, You know, in 2035, that's when they're supposed to be able to... uh, Last I saw was about 80% of their bills that they're supposed to be able to pay, which... Yeah. Means, um, hello, <laughs> what about the other 20%, right? Right. Uh, so I don't think that's going to translate to a 20% cut in social security, uh, uh, income. Cause that would be tons and tons of seniors, uh, on a very slow march on their capitals in every, every state. <laughs> so instead it's going to be people who are younger, pay more, get taxed more. Yeah. There, there's lots of proposals out there. It's just, nobody's, you know, taking action on it. So You know, it's one of those things where you do want to know about it. You do want to realize that there's going to be issues. But if you're within 5, 10, you know, years of Social Security, yeah, no problem. You're you're going to be fine. If you're 20 plus years, you know, that's probably when it's going to be a little bit different system, which means, hey, it's more on you every day. And unfortunately, you probably don't have a nice big company with a pension unless you're working for the government or you're working for public safety or teachers and Mm -hmm. stuff like that. But there's not many pensions left. So, unless you're working for one of those institutions, yeah, it's all about you and how you're going to save. So, you know, that's why it's super critical now more than ever to to really, you know, take some action and, you know, sit down and, and figure out where you're at. So, you know, one of the things that we do here at Heckman Financial is we actually go through this blueprint to worry less wealth. And what we want you to do is worry less about you know, where should you put your money and more about how having fun and enjoying life. And so, you know, if you have that income plan, you know, you're gonna be okay. Uh, If you've got that investment plan that tells you what you should and shouldn't do and when you should react and not react, uh, especially years like this year, and look at the taxes and and what should you be doing tax wise? I mean, we also have a tax code that's expiring on December 31st, 2025. Sounds like a long ways away, but it's just a little over three years now. And, so that's another thing that you know we have to be planning for uh, along with healthcare and legacy. So that's the five areas that we go over and uh there's no cost or fees to to get the plan going. Uh just you know let us know if if you want to set up a 15 to 30 minute phone call, we can talk a little bit. If it makes sense from there, we'll go through and do the planning for you and get that blueprint and show you at least where you're headed right now. So again, if that's something you want to take advantage of, all you got to do is text the word visit to 800-454 1184 Again, text the word VISIT, 800-454-1184. And you can come into the office, we can do it on Zoom, phone call, whatever's the easiest for you. But again, uh, either text uh, VISIT, 800-454-1184, or book directly online at Wealth Creator Radio. Dot com.
2: Thanks for joining us. You're listening to Wealth Creator Radio with Eric Hackman. I'm Luann Fulmer. So uh, another area where the whole lesson of don't count your chickens before they hatch comes into play is how your retirement income will be taxed. You know, you, we can't just look at those account balances and go, that's the money I'm going to get to spend in retirement. Oh, no, 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 no. The taxes are going to have an impact on that income, aren't they?
3: oh, yeah huge impact <laughs> so uh yeah so it, it depends on what type of asset right is it roth it's tax free if it's social security probably eighty five percent of it's taxable, but fifteen percent's tax free but it's state tax free so it's very complicated little things that uh probably the one that I think hits people the worst, and nobody ever tells them is this this uh You know, her name's Irma. I like to call her her name. You know, she's not really a a her, but, you know, it sounds like a nice old old lady or something like that. Irma, right. But Irma is this calculation. It's this income related monthly adjustment amount. And what that fancy speak is, is it says if you make too much money in retirement, your Medicare premiums could be going up and up and up. And the most they could go up is two hundred and forty percent. Oh whoa. <laughs> I said that right, two forty. <laughs> it's technically supposedly not a tax, it's a premium. But it's based on your income. Sounds like a tax. Right. And so yeah, so if you're making over ninety one single, hundred and eighty two, you know, joint, you're gonna hit this. Well a lot of times you'll say, Oh, I'm not gonna have to worry about that. Well what if you sell a house, sell a rental property, sell some stock, uh, you know, all these different things can can easily pop you over that for, you know, maybe that one year. Um, but then also you're going to have a ton more Medicare premiums. And so that's one of these sneaky ones that, you know, nobody really talks to you about. And, you know, so that's one of those things that we really want to be p- planning for is not just how much money do you have, but how much money you're going to get to keep. Right. And then more importantly, the thing that your tax person probably ain't doing is telling you, okay, here's what you should be changing today to make that number lower. Uh, not, not just this year, but you know, this is how you get your, you know, your taxes lower in five years.
2: So you mentioned it yourself that, you know, December 31st, 2025, you know, the tax laws change. So what are some existing opportunities people could be doing right now?
3: Well, this is, you know, this is the, probably the best year in in a long, long time to be doing Roth conversions. Uh, you know, a couple of reasons why, right? One is what you just said, the, the tax rates are changing. So for most people, if you're in the 22 or 24% bracket, you're going to be very likely 25 but maybe even 28% bracket. But that's something, especially at year end, towards the end of the year, you should be doing with your financial advisor and, and your tax person. You know, for here at Heckman Financial, we're both, so we can easily do this calculation. And that way we can say, okay, how much can we convert? Because if taxes are on sale, if taxes are cheaper right now, you want to use up all that cheap money and get that money to be tax-free for the rest of your life, and then you've got the government off your back. You know, they're out of the way. There's no RMDs. It's all your money. So, you know, again, if that's something you want to take advantage of, you know, you can uh, set up a time to talk and just, you know, set up a phone call or a Zoom call, whatever's easier for you. No cost, no obligation, just 15, 30 minutes to figure out what's going on in your situation, how we could help you. All you have to do is uh, text the word VISIT, 800-454-1184. Again, text the word VISIT, 800 454 1184, or go online to wealthcreatorradio.com.
2: Eric Heckman and Wealth Creator Radio will be right back with more.
4: How much do you have saved for retirement? Now cut that number in half. That's the impact inflation could have on your retirement. Recently, we've seen inflation well over 8%, but even at the historical average of 3%, the value of your savings will be cut in half in 20 years. So what can you do? Join CFP Eric Heckman of Heckman Financial and host of Wealth Creator Radio for an upcoming informational webinar. You'll discover how inflation could impact you and simple ways to prepare for it. Now is the time to get your questions answered by Eric and the team from Heckman Financial, so reserve your spot today. To sign up and find the time that works for you, go to wealthcreatorwebinar.com. That's WealthCreatorWebinar.com. Inflation, you can't stop it, but you may be able to minimize its impact on your retirement. WealthCreatorWebinar.com. Firm offers insurance services, investment advisory services offered through Heckman Financial and Insurance Services, Inc., a registered investment advisor.
2: You're listening to Wealth Creator Radio with Eric Heckman. I'm Luann Fulmer. You know, Eric has done this for over 30 years now. And when I say done this, I mean helping people retire. In 2020, Eric, more than half of all Americans were covered by um, some type of life insurance. So look a good number of people see life insurance as a really useful tool to protect their families and their loved ones. But what I want to address today, Eric, is not really do I need life insurance, but rather do I need life insurance for my retirement?
3: Yeah, well, life insurance has been always kind of boiled down to two things, do you do you owe someone and do you love someone?
2: <laughs> oh.
3: And oh. so, so lots of times when you're you know, starting out, uh, you know, it's, you know, a bunch of a mortgage, right? So you want to have enough to cover that, that mortgage in case you're gone and for the rest of your family, and maybe your mortgage is paid down a lot more, the kids are grown. So, you know, there's, it's less dependent on, on you being around. Uh, you know, so that's when people start going, oh, well, you know, do I still need it? You know, what should I be doing? Uh, well, there is some, some big changes that happen when somebody passes away during, you know, during retirement, I mean, if you're a married couple and, you know, one of you passes away, you not only lose that smaller of the two social security checks, you also flip from being married to single filing on the income taxes. And so um, I had one client that literally uh, after his wife died, he lost some of her income, some other stuff. So he had made $20,000 less, oh. but his tax bill was actually $20 more. So it was almost his tax bill was almost no different, you know. It was almost a you know dead even, break even type of thing on the taxes, but he made twenty thousand dollars less. It's like, well, hold it! How can you make so much less and have the same tax bill? Well, again, you're no longer married. Now you're single filing, so all those brackets go up way faster. So, you know, that's where sometimes the life insurance can kick in. Uh, The other thing too is a lot of the modern policies now finally finally in california <laughs> it took them a long time uh, have have uh, long term care benefits so life insurance may not actually be about you dying it might be more about you you know needing care and and how to pay for it and not using up all those those dollars that your surviving spouse may need for their retirement after you're gone so it can be a, a very useful tool for for retirement now
2: yeah i love that uh and life insurance policies can be used for long-term care benefits so to figure that out if that's something maybe you might want to use in retirement what would be some key questions we should ask ourselves
3: well, like like I said, of course, you know, how much do you owe? Right. So yeah, if man. you've got a lot of debt, uh a lot of people nowadays, especially with the tax law being so favorable and when we had interest rates so low, uh, you know, it didn't make sense to pay off that two and a half or three percent mortgage. Now if you got a newer one, it may you know, may really make sense to pay it off. Yeah. So, uh you know, so so that's one of those things if yeah, if you owe a lot, um yeah, you you might need to have that, that life insurance keeps going just because if one person passes away and you lose that Social Security check, can the remaining income for the surviving spouse still pay for that, that mortgage? Uh, you know, and often it may not be the case. But then also, you know, in terms of just wealth transfer, I mean, the worst tool in the world is IRAs and 401Ks to leave behind because, you know, if you if you leave that to the next generation... Uh, you know, your kids have 10 years to blow that money. I mean, literally they have to spend all that money and pay all the taxes on it. So, uh, you know, so that's one of those things where, you know, you don't necessarily want to be doing that for, you know, leaving those types of assets. Whereas if you can leave life insurance where it's tax free. If you do that tax-free money, it's it's all theirs. They can do whatever they want with it. So, you know, there's a lot of benefits to having that. Um, again, you have to be able to figure out how do I pay for it, right? Where does the money come from to fund it and what type of policy it is? Uh, you know, it, it can't be, you know, group insurance that expires when you quit your job. Uh, it can't be term insurance that runs out. So there's a lot of things that are are very different. And so, you know, you have to kind of figure that into your retirement plan. So, you know, that is one of the things that we do here at Heckman Financial is we really help people figure out, what do I need to be planning for? What should I have? And one of the things we've come up with is this great checklist and the checklist kind of goes over, you know, it's kind of like a little quiz in a way, uh, tells you, okay, here's all the areas. What's your score? Yeah. Have you taken care of this? Have you taken care of that? And you know, if you score really, really low, um, Guess what? It, it might be something that you you need to be uh, you know taken care of, right? But at least it's better to know that before you retire versus exactly. after. Yeah. So again, you know, if you want to get a copy of that checklist, all you have to do is text the word checklist. Uh, pretty easy. Uh, so te- text the word checklist to eight hundred four five four. Eleven eighty four Again, text word checklist, 800-454-1184, or go on, online and request it directly at wealthcreatorradio.com.
2: And thanks for joining us. This is Wealth Creator Radio with Eric Heckman of Heckman Financial right here in San Jose, and I'm Luann Fulmer. So we're talking today about key questions that you should ask yourself to try to see whether or not you still need life insurance in retirement. Now, Eric, a lot of people who are trying to retire or who are retiring probably do have life insurance policies already in place. What should they be thinking about?
3: Well, you know, are the policies that they own. Right. So that, that's one of the big ones. Uh, so like I mentioned earlier there, if it's if it's group insurance or term insurance, I mean, term is something that literally is good for a term. Mm-hmm. So if it's a five year term, guess what? After five years, it goes away. If it's right. a 20 year term, it goes after away after 20 years usually those policies by the way uh, say you're paying you know 100 bucks a month uh, most of them i find go up 10 times <laughs> so oh that th- that 100 bucks a month maybe 1, a thousand a month after that And so, so that's very brutal. And yeah, lots of times, unfortunately I have these phone calls and discussions with people that will reach out to us and say, Hey, you know, I've got this policy it's expiring. I'm 78, you know, what should I get? It's like, uh, not much because it it, it, sadly, a lot of times your, you know, your health may not be good enough anymore, but also just the cost would be prohibited yeah, that's, that's the hard part is, is, does this make sense for your situation? Um, and so you usually want to have some sort of permanent insurance. You want to have something that's going to be there for the rest of your life. So Again, there has to be something that isn't going to run out. Um, If it is a permanent policy and you've had it for a long time, uh, you want to get what they call an in-force illustration, I-N-force. So, meaning the policy is not lapsed, it's in-force. And Uh, that'll tell you if, you know, if they run it out from now to until age 100, is it going to still be there? Because, again, lots of times I I have gotten calls with people who have cash value policies that are running out of money in, in their you know 80s and lots of times it was because they just saw a policy that was going to earn seven or eight percent every year and then rates went down to four <laughs> and oh. that changed a lot of things It was great for your mortgage but it really was not good for your your life insurance you know so these are some things that to be thinking about is how to pay for these how, how are you going to keep them going um you know and then also is it is it trying to help your surviving spouse more or is it trying to help the next generation you know so so there's a lot to be said for when when you're doing this planning
2: that's what I was going to ask are there any other factors we should be thinking about
3: well, I mean, the, the, probably the biggest one is is the misuse and abuse of life insurance, uh, I would call it, I guess. Um, you know, Some people like to call it the laser fund, or they'll call it LERP, um, which is like a life insurance retirement plan, or 7702, which just talks as just a tax code that talks about life insurance. So they'll do anything to call it something that it's, that they don't have to use the words life insurance. <laughs> so that way they can hide it, disguise it. And what are they hiding for? What are they sheltering for? Why are they making up these cutesy terms to not actually say what it is? You know, it you know, reeks of somebody trying to tell you something that's not and trick you into stuff, right? So, um, so be careful if you, anybody's trying to use those types of, you know, goofy terms. Uh, life insurance can be a great tool. I mean, if you, especially the overfunded, we've used it a lot for, for clients where you put extra money in there. Uh, you know, you fund it, for, you try to keep the life insurance part actually small and you try to overfund it and get a bunch of cash value in there. And it can be a great new tool that can actually pay a lot of tax-free retirement income. So, you know, there is definitely a great advantage to doing it. But the problem is you usually have to fund it for at least five years and you usually need like a 10-year timeline before you start touching the income. But I've seen people where they say, oh, yeah, I'm going to start it in two years or three years. Well, it, it just doesn't have time to build up enough money and, and work. And why did somebody talk them into that? Well, because they got paid a lot of money, mm. <laughs> and sadly that's that, that's that 's the only reason right uh, you know and so the, you know what life insurance can be a really critical tool uh, it can make really good sense for long term care protection it can you know make sense for you know tax free income there 's a lot of great things, but again, it has to be part of an overall plan. If it's not, then how are you going to know if it's right for you? So, you know, again, with here at Heckman Financial, we've got this great thing where we've built this blueprint to worry less wealth uh, we typically charge fifteen hundred dollars but we've been waiving that for radio listeners and podcast listeners so again if you want to take advantage of that we'll set up a first uh, phone call just to find out what your situation is and then we'll go from there and we'll actually create that blueprint for you that'll tell you where you are in terms of income planning investment planning taxes healthcare, and legacy And then we'll know what tools are right for you, what tools are wrong, and where you should be taking action and what things you should not be doing. You know, once you have that data, that knowledge, then it's so much easier to to figure out what you should be doing versus just taking what people say. Uh, Now we at least have some evidence to say, oh, yeah, this makes sense for my situation. So, again, if that's something you want to take advantage of, all you have to do is text the word VISIT, 800 454 1184. Again, text the word visit 800 454 1184 or go online to wealthcreatorradio.com.
2: Eric will explain what IULs are and how they work, if they could make sense for you. That's all coming up next. So stick around for more of Wealth Creator Radio and Eric Heckman.
1: Do you find yourself thinking about your nest egg a lot?
2: Hi, we're so glad to have you join us. This is Wealth Creator Radio with Eric Heckman, who is a well-known speaker and author, and he's here to give you guidance for everything that you do too, and then all the way through retirement. He wants to help you worry less. We're talking today about questions that you need to ask yourself to try to determine if you still need life insurance in your retirement years so Eric what we're learning today is that because your financial needs are different in retirement so are your insurance needs right
3: yeah certainly I mean there's like we talked about earlier yeah there's things where you know and you're talking about do you owe money do you need to cover a mortgage do you have young kids but then of course as you're aging and stuff you don't have, hopefully, those young kids living at home. Hopefully, they're, they've got you know, at least you kicked them out if, if they hadn't <laughs> moved out on their own, right? Uh, I got three sons, so yeah. they, they better not all end up being at my Back house Back at your house, yeah. Yeah, so, uh, you know, but but then, yeah, there's other things like long-term care, retirement income, uh, you know, just tax-free growth of money. So so there's a lot of other reasons uh, that you you might need to have the life insurance there that are very different from when you were buying it, you know, say, in your 20s, 30s, or 40s.
2: One of the life insurance options that we often hear about um, is that indexed universal life or IULs. So I want to talk about that. Explain to us how it works, please.
3: The original policies were kind of more like a 30-year f- fixed mortgage kind of thing. So that's, that's the easier way to kind of show, show the differences. So the when you're talking about whole life, whole life was where you actually invested in that company. So, you know, if you like I started my career with New York Life. So if you owned a policy in New York Life, you literally owned kind of a little piece of that company. And you were dependent on them for paying you dividends and giving you the money. Uh, and then in the 80s, E.F. Hutton, if you remember when yeah. they talk, everybody listens. Everybody
2: right? listens, yes.
3: <laughs> so if you're old enough to know that commercial, they actually came out with the first in, um, first universal life. And so these were much more like a variable rate mortgage where things were now you know kind of separated out more. With universal life, you have this, this cost of insurance that you see, you have the earnings that you see, and it's a lot more visible. But that was in the Jimmy Carter days, the high interest rates, and then once those rates dropped, everybody's like, "Well, that's not working so good." <laughs> and then they had variable life, which was in the stock market. But again, you're trying to make this money be more guaranteed and grow. So those were had so much fees and costs that you know finally everybody realized that indexing was the was the way to go. And so the big difference here is the universal life part. It means is you see the fees, you see the costs. So it's, everything's kind of broken out so you can really see see like how much is the cost of insurance, how much is the cost of running the policy. Uh, that's literally every annual statement shown to you, you know, for what what all those costs are. But the big difference here is instead of your money getting a set rate from the insurance company or being based on the insurance company's performance, now they're they're making it off some stock market index. So wow. of course like S&P 500, some, you know, main index that most people use. So say if the the cap was 10% what that means is they'll pay you anywhere from zero to 10% if the stock market does that from usually what they call an annual point to point. So if it was June 1st to June 1st, the next year, they'll look back over that year. How did that money do? You know, How did that grow? And then they'll pay you anywhere from zero to 10%. Now, if the market did 11, 12, 15, 20, whatever, you don't get that. <laughs> you, know, but you, you only get, get 10%. 10%. Yeah, yeah, But 10 on something that's guaranteed is pretty dang good, right? Mm-hmm. So yeah. um, now what happens if it goes the other direction, right? Uh, if it goes negative something, well, the neat thing there is you don't lose a dime. You just earn zero. Mm-hmm. But now you start it over and guess what? That starting point's a lower starting point. Well, typically after the market drops, it usually will rebound eventually. And so huh. you know, now that you've got locked in that lower number, it's really easy to have a higher percentage gain that next year. Even if the market doesn't come back to where it was, again, it's only from that's like a one-year sprint. It's not a marathon. Mm-hmm. So you're just looking from year to year to see how your money did. And so, yeah, so these these can be really good policies to earn some pretty decent money. That's the good part. Uh, obviously, it has the, the life insurance aspect, too. You know, don't forget that. Right. <laughs> right? So, <laughs> yeah. uh, and so typically, there's you know, a couple ways that works. One is you have a flat death benefit. So if you started off, say, at you know a $500,000 death benefit, if you build up 100000 of cash value, it may still be five hundred, which means as your cash value grows, you're getting less and less life insurance. Uh, the other way is you can do it: you know, your cash value plus your death benefit. And so that those kind would be if you had a hundred thousand of cash value and the death benefit is five hundred, you know now it's six. So, you know that's one of those things where again that's a cost item. Uh, if you're buying more insurance, of course it costs more. So if you're trying to have that that death benefit grow, then that may make sense. But if you're trying to get the cash value to grow a lot, lots of times you want the life insurance to actually be smaller, which sounds counterintuitive. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but uh, basically, the the government said if you if you have too much money, because be- people basically in the '80s were being really abusive of life insurance, they were dumping in tons of money. They dump in like a hundred grand into a five thousand dollar. Uh, insurance policy at the time that was paying twelve percent, you know, tax free. Uh, well, that was a pretty good deal. <laughs> and so, uh, but then the, the government's like, hold it! If you are dumping a hundred thousand into a five thousand dollar policy, this is not life insurance. This is just a tax dodge. So, they do have these limits that say, okay, you have to have so much. Uh, death benefit compared to your cash value. So, you know, again, there, there's little things, little nuances. What I find is a lot of people who sell these don't tell people these nuances. They don't tell them the pros and cons of cha- how it's designed. And a lot of times they're designed it so they make the most commission for themselves, which, you know, again, is not the thing you want. So you want somebody who's more of a fiduciary advisor, somebody who knows this in and out and can design it for what you're looking for. So you know, again, that's one of those things that you know, if you wanted to set up a set time to to just talk and go over this, see if, if you know the what some people call the laser fund or life insurance retirement plan or seven seven oh two, all these goofy names, it's life insurance people. It's index universal life insurance. It's you know, not the super great IUL. It's just a good product, good tool, but again, like everything, it's got its pros and cons. So again, if that's something you want to set up a time and talk, we can go through that and go over that, that for you to see if if it makes sense for your situation. So, you know, if you want to set up a time, all you have to do is text the word visit 800 454 1184. This could be, you know, virtual on the phone, whatever. But again, text the word visit 800 454 1184. Or you can book directly online at Wealth Creator Radio dot com.
2: And this is Wealth Creator Radio with Eric Heckman of Heckman Financial. I'm Lou Fulmer. So you kind of have taken us through, we kind of have a good idea of what's good and bad, but I don't know, can you, you want to go into kind of a list of pros and cons of an indexed universal life insurance policy?
3: Well, like I said, I mean, they can be really great, but the but people forget or you know conveniently ignore and, and don't mention much or 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 how, whatever terms you want to use, I mean uh, there's one guy who gave up his insurance license so that way he can have a radio show, print books, talk about life insurance you know endlessly index life insurance, um, but his whole mm-hmm. family's license, and then they'll sell you the stuff, but since he has no license, he can say whatever he wants and get oh, away with it so uh, so so yeah you you want to make sure you're you know doing the right thing I mean I've seen some of their proposals that they'd had and I sent it to their compliance at the one company and they were shocked that they were using these things. <laughs> and so, uh, yeah, so you gotta be careful of how it's being approached. It can be a great tool to build up money, but it takes time. It is not, the, the, you know, this is not uh, you know some uh, you know strike it rich or you know meme stock type thing. This is very slow. This is more tortoise than the hare type of thing. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you know, most of the policies are good after ten years. Uh, you usually need to fund them for at least five years, uh, maybe even up to ten. Uh, but if you're trying to get money and have great earnings and stuff after one or two years, the costs are, are just too much. Um, you know, initially, so the costs get really watered down over time. but there are some upfront costs that that happen and so you know again that's one of those things where it's all about expectations right i mean if you're trying to use a a tool that you know is not designed i mean if you're trying to do 80 miles an hour in a golf cart good luck right, <laughs> right. i mean you can try all you want it ain't gonna happen so um so if you're trying to make this be super high flying it's not it's going to be a slow growth type vehicle but it can be a great tool to build up a lot of tax-free cash and and be a really great source to to do that but again yeah, know have somebody who knows what they're doing. Not somebody just sold your friends and then they're going to be out of the business in six months or you know something like that. Somebody who's a fiduciary base advisor like we are here at Heckman Financial. So uh, you know, again, if you want to figure out, hey, what is all this life insurance things about? Should I be doing it? Should I be using it? You know, we'll give you all the all the real story, and then you can decide, hey, is this for me or not? So again, if you want to set up a time to talk, just uh, text the word visit eight hundred four five four. 1184. Again, text word visit 800 454 1184. 800 454 1184. Or book directly online at wealthcreatorradio.com.
2: Wealth Creator Radio and Eric Heckman will be right back.
4: How much do you have saved for retirement? Now cut that number in half. That's the impact inflation could have on your retirement. Recently, we've seen inflation well over 8%, but even at the historical average of 3%, the value of your savings will be cut in half in 20 years. So what can you do? Join CFP Eric Heckman of Heckman Financial and host of Wealth Creator Radio for an upcoming informational webinar. You'll discover how inflation could impact you and simple ways to prepare for it. Now is the time to get your questions answered by Eric and the team from Heckman Financial. So reserve your spot today. To sign up and find the time that works for you, go to WealthCreatorWebinar.com. That's WealthCreatorWebinar.com. Inflation, you can't stop it, but you may be able to minimize its impact on your retirement. WealthCreatorWebinar.com. Firm offers insurance services, investment advisory services offered through Heckman Financial and Insurance Services, Inc., a registered investment advisor.
2: Hi, we're so glad to have you with us today. This is Wealth Creator Radio with Eric Heckman. I'm Luann Fulmer. Everybody has so many questions about retirement. So I thought it'd be fun to bring some of those questions, play them on the air, and have you answer the, their questions, okay? Yep. All right, here we go. Some questions from retirees. Here's the first one.
3: I'm
4: 59. I keep reading about Social Security. and It might not be there in the future for me. What should I be doing? Should I be saving more now, or can I depend on Social Security?
3: Well, I don't think anybody should rely on Social Security one hundred percent. It may not be enough, and most likely for most people, it's not enough for sure. And you know, if you look at the Social Security website, they it changes um, you know usually every year, but it's been roaming around the eighty percent range at some that roughly in twenty thirty five, which sounds like a long ways away. You know, fourteen years they'll only be able to pay out 80% of their benefits, which is like you just saying, I'm going to pay 80% of my mortgage. Okay, mortgage company, you're okay with that, right? And they're like, no. <laughs> so something will have to get fixed. Uh, we'll have to see if if the government's actually up to trying to tackle this before it gets to be a monster problem. Uh, it'd be nicer, but so far, nobody's done that. So I would definitely be saving more and trying to put more money away. Uh, you know, I wouldn't rush out to turn on Social Security just because it may have issues. Uh, what's going to really happen is people who are younger are going to get less and less and less, and and that's always been the way. Is is they you know flip it down the road right and harm the people who aren't about to vote and are on Social Security. So yeah. So if you're younger, it, it, yeah, you better be saving a lot for yourself because uh, who knows what will be left of it by then.
2: Right. We have some retiree questions that I'm playing for Eric, and he's answering them for us on air. Here we go. My dad's 72, and he swears he has everything covered. I know my mom and dad did a great job saving, and they did get a pretty large inheritance from mom's side of the family, but I'm worried about long-term care. Every time I ask about it, they tell me, don't worry, they've got it covered. I'm just wondering,
0: do you think I should pursue that, or should I just let it go?
3: Yeah, so that's always a tough one, right, because... Your parents were the ones who took care of you. Uh (laughs) And at some point, you kind of want to make sure they're going to be taken care of also, but they also may not want to be so open and talk to you about things. And, you know, I would probably ask this with both of them in the room at the same time, and then maybe individually also, just because, you know, especially if, if your dad says he's got it all taken care of, and then if dad dies, does mom have any idea what's going on? Does she, you know, get involved with the finances? I mean, she might, but she also might not. And I've seen it very ugly situations where people have no idea what what's going on, uh, you know, with their finances. And I mean, sometimes it's the guy even too. It's not you know just just a woman or anything. Um, usually, most couples there's one who does more of the finances and one who does a lot less. So yeah, that might be an issue just on its own. Is can can mom take care of things if if dad's gone? And you know, that'd be one question. But then also the long term care stuff you know, hopefully you have some idea of maybe how much they own the house or not. And, you know, is there more money in the, you know, there or do they have, you could obviously ask, do they have insurance for that? Uh, you know, there are some great products now that are tied to, to life insurance that are really way better than normal, traditional, old school, long-term care policies because all of those long-term care policies, they've all had their rates go up and they can keep raising them year after year after year. So really that's one of those ones where lots of times you want to be you know, looking at doing something different. And, uh, you know, so it, it can be a hard situation to do. And, um, you know, w- one of the things that, um, that we can do for people is, is, is also sit down and, and spend time with them. I mean, I've had lots of times where I've had adult children. Sometimes it's clients I have existing that, you know, one person I know, like one gentleman, he, he's a widow, uh, whatever. And, and, um, now we always meet with him and his, and his daughter, um, where before I used to only talk to his wife she's the one who ran everything and she worked in accounting and you know numbers were her gig uh-huh. <laughs> so yeah uh you know so, so it can definitely change um you know but a lot of times we've also had people where can you talk to my parents and they were my clients and so we'll we'll bring them in and and talk to you know you we know, on nowadays of course with zoom and everything else we can do it even virtually doesn't matter where they live and you know find out what's going on and see if they you know want any help and uh you know it can be a, a tough situation for sure but you can only You know, you can be responsible to somebody, but yeah, you can't really be responsible for somebody. So, you know, if they're not going to be able to be very forthwith and tell you what's going on. You know, then you might want to just say, hey, I don't know if I'm going to be able to help you, so I hope you got it all taken care of. <laughs> and if you don't, let me know now. That's one of those tough things, is how how do you do all these things? But uh, since that one question there was about Social Security, mm-hmm. uh, we actually do have a report that we could send people on Social Security, and, and with all the latest data, and, and the ins and outs of Social Security. It's a really quick report. It's like eight or ten pages and stuff, and with a lot of pictures, so don't worry. It's not too jargony. Uh, so, yeah, if you want to get a copy of that, all you have to do is text SS for Social Security, so you don't have to type in the whole long words. Um, Just the two S's. uh, If you text two S's to 800-454-1184, again, text SS for Social Security Report, 800-454-1184, or you can go online at wealthcreatorradio.com.
2: That number again, 800-454-1184, and their website, wealthcreatorradio.com. And you're listening to Wealth Creator Radio. We thank you so much for listening. And here is a final question for you, Eric.
4: We just had our first grandchild, and we helped our daughter and son-in-law put some money away to start a savings account. How can we help them save for college and think about some other options for future grandkids?
3: Yeah, well, there's a couple of things. Uh, you know, one of the things I'm big on is uh, maintaining that control where the grandparents, it's still the grandparents' money. And, you know, not to say your kids won't spend it, but, you know, <laughs> yeah. if you give the money to, directly to your kids, if they want to buy that jacuzzi for the house versus putting that money in the you know, college savings account, they can totally do that legally. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, you can do a 529 account. Uh, you know, and those are ones where it's like a Roth IRA. You don't get a tax write-off for putting the money in there. They grow tax-deferred, and then as long as in this case, as long as it's used for education, it comes out tax-free. And so those can be a great tool. We've got a lot of grandparents that we have that are funding those for for their kids. And the other one's a little bit more unique. Is uh lots of times we have a lot of people that are taking money out of their retirement accounts, their IRAs and four hundred one ks, paying the tax. And then putting it into some specially designed uh, overfunded life insurance policies. Now, there's some people on the radio that call it Laser Fund and all these other goofy, stupid names, which are really technically illegal to use those marketing terms. (laughs) But it's really just an overfunded life insurance. And why would you want to do that? Well, those are indexing with the market so they can earn some pretty good money. And it's also something that they can keep for the rest of their life. And, but it's also on top of that, it's something where you as the grandparent can still own it and, you know, have control over it. And so that way you don't have to give it to them when they're 18 or 21. Uh, You can choose if you ever want to give it to them down the road. Uh, but, but doesn't have to go to them right away and stuff. So it's kind of a more unique way to go. Um, it's something where you want to get the numbers and see how it plays out. But yeah, there, there's a lot of good ways that you can put money away for kids and, uh, and grandkids and and really have a good way to, to give them a kickstart in life. And so, yeah, I think that's one of the, the biggest things that, that a lot of grandparents want is just to really help them, you know, get on that right foot. And, you know, one of the things we can help you do is get on that right foot by having a plan. So, one of the things that we do here at Heckman Financial is create the blueprint to worry less wealth. We want you to worry less about your money and worry more about going off and having fun and doing something that's that's good or maybe having those trips or other things that you want to be doing. So with that, what we do is we have a worry less wealth phone call that we set up and we just talk about what's the issues, what's the concerns, and then, if it makes sense, we'll actually go through that planning process and we're waiving the fifteen hundred dollar planning fee and we'll go through this plan uh, that you have now that you don't know you have. <laughs> and again, we want to help you with that income, investment, tax, health care, and legacy plan. And if that's something you want to take advantage of, all you have to do is uh, give us a call, leave us a message, or you can go online and, and book directly there. But again, the phone number is 800 454 1184, 800 454 1184, or book directly online at wealthcreatorradio.com.
4: How much do you have saved for retirement? Now cut that number in half. That's the impact inflation could have on your retirement. Recently, we've seen inflation well over 8%, but even at the historical average of 3%, the value of your savings will be cut in half in 20 years. So what can you do? Join CFP Eric Heckman of Heckman Financial and host of Wealth Creator Radio for an upcoming informational webinar. You'll discover how inflation could impact you and simple ways to prepare for it. Now is the time to get your questions answered by Eric and the team from Heckman Financial. So reserve your spot today. To sign up and find the time that works for you, go to WealthCreatorWebinar.com. That's WealthCreatorWebinar.com. Inflation, you can't stop it, but you may be able to minimize its impact on your retirement. WealthCreatorWebinar.com. Firm offers insurance services, investment advisory services offered through Heckman Financial and Insurance Services, Inc., a registered investment advisor.
2: Hi, you're listening to Wealth Creator Radio with Eric Heckman. I'm Luann Fulmer. Today, Eric is offering to help you with your retirement strategy. This is what he does. Together, you can look at your income, your investments, tax strategies, healthcare planning, and even legacy planning. He would love to help you create a blueprint to worryless wealth. So Eric, we've come to a time in our show where we take either a financial fail or or we take a success story. So today I thought it'd be good to discuss some challenges and risks that are existing in retirements and you work with retirees every single day. So if you could give us an example of some people or even one person who's experienced one of those retirement obstacles that we need to learn from.
3: Yeah, exactly. I mean it's not to uh you know, laugh at them or no. call them out of their air. <laughs> right. It's more just to say, hey, this can happen to you and, and you know, how can we prevent it, right? And uh-huh. and so really what we're talking about Today it would be there's some challenges around 401k rollovers uh, or re, you know any really retirement rollover per se. but uh, you know when you're leaving from your company plan, uh, there are a couple of things that you have to watch out for. I mean I recently met with somebody who'd rolled all their money over and they had a lot of company stock and they rolled that straight to an IRA, moved the company stock in kind, meaning it wasn't sold. And so what's the problem with that? Well, had they withdrawn the stock at that time, they could have paid tax only on the cost basis of the stock. So say, you know, over the years of working for that company, maybe they averaged $20 a share for that stock, and now it's worth 50 Well, had they rolled it out, they would have paid tax on the 20 But the $30 gain would be long-term uh, capital gains, where they could take it as they need it whenever they want to. They could even leave it to their kids and it'd be a step up in basis and there'd be no tax due. So, you know, there's a lot of benefits to that. And unfortunately, they didn't even know about it. They didn't get educated. Nobody told them. You know, they're one of these things where, hey, let's do this all online. Mm. And lots of times, you know, these, these programs don't ask that. And then the other problem that they had, too, is they had some after-tax money in there, which they could have rolled to, uh, you know, where the company, when they... Paid them out, just said, Well, here, we'll just send you the check for the after tax. And they said, Well, that sounds cool. You know, well, everybody likes money, yeah. especially if it's tax free. But that money could have been rolled over to a Roth IRA and it could have been growing tax free for the rest of their life. You know, if that's something you want to take advantage of and you want to learn a little bit more and uh, get a plan in place, let us help you create that blueprint to worry less wealth. Absolutely no obligation right now. We're waiving our fee for uh, radio listeners. So this is something that you can. You can get now not $1,500, but no cost. Again, if that's something you want to take advantage of, give us a call, 800-454-1184, 800-454-1184, or go online to wealthcreatorradio.com. That's all for this week's show. Thanks
0: for listening. We'll be back next week. Information provided during Wealth Creator Radio is for illustrative purposes only and does not constitute investment, tax, or legal advice. Information has been obtained from sources that are deemed to be reliable, but their accuracy and completeness cannot be guaranteed. Always consult with a qualified investment legal or tax professional before taking any action. The views and opinions expressed in the program are not necessarily those of the radio station or its sponsors, and they should not construe as legal, tax, or investment advice. You should always consult the appropriate advisor before making any financial decision. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's